This is exciting. This is the last time I get to speak to you as a 57-year-old. Yes. I mean, I'm a 58-year-old, but you, you're still a young 57-year-old. You know, it's, yes, I'm turning 58 on Sunday. Right. And usually birthdays don't really make any difference to me uh-huh. whatsoever i mean my family goes to all the lengths <laughs> oh, yeah know? mine too <laughs> you know they just, i mean how can you know the the flowers and the horse-drawn carriages. it's embarrassing <laughs> uh but you know and but going to 58 this one is tough did you have a 58 no trouble i don't think so well because like 57 you're still kind of in your mid 50s which yeah. is kind of close to 50 uh-huh. which is just basically a smidge over 40 right right but but 58 is... Yeah, that's, okay. that's 60 you're smelling. <laughs> right, and, yeah. and we all know 60 is just a, a step from 70. 70 right. right, so I think 58 is... This one This one is not a good one. Okay. I don't, I, it's, I'll tell you, as someone who has been oh, 58 for a while, I, better. I know it all. Uh, the difference I felt between the morning of my uh, last day as a 57-year-old and my first day as a 58-year-old, no or, difference. Really? Of a, okay. No difference at all. Right. So... <laughs> So my creakiness is going to... It'll be exactly the same. All right. Uh, Minutia Man is up next, but first listen to this other fine old pie show. All right, Adam, what uh, country are you from? I am from England. What is the best soccer league in the entire world? The English Premier League. What is your day job? Director of coaching for Illinois Youth Soccer. So if you were, say, a fan of English Premier League and you wanted to hear the, the opinions of someone who is from England, who knows a lot of soccer, what podcast would you tell people they need to listen to? Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. And that's on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Free Kicks, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. Next, a little creepy. You know, before we get started on the show this week, uh, old timer, um, we have to make a correction. All right, because last week we were talking about uh, one of the other shows on the Radio Mm -hmm. Misfits Podcast Network, which is Eat Drink Destination. Oh, Brent Peterson's. Brent Peterson's fine show. And you uh, speculated whether or not uh, he might have done a show uh, in Hawaii no, I or think about I was gi- Hawaii. I think I was giving him advice on how to do a show, right? Yeah, I think so. And, and I mistakenly thought that he had not done a show about Hawaii yeah. yet. Well, um, I got a text here from Mr. Peterson. Um, you want to write this down? Sure. Episode 36, Kauai. Episode 32, Wine with Chuck Furara, Master Sommelier in Hawaii. Episode 20, Hawaii with Guy Hagee. Episode 2, Honolulu. The month-long live broadcast from Hawaii. (laughs) And then he said, hey, you guys ever do a show about Nazis? Oh. Oh, Mic drop. Oh. What's a mic drop? Oh. Oh. So, yeah. He got us. Yeah, he got us. He got us. And anybody who is out there who needs a great podcast about food, Destination You Drink is a there fantastic you go. show. There you go. Right. All He's right. He's a little bitchy. <laughs> <laughs> he is correct. He is correct. And we, we were wrong. All right. So, Dave, I think you have some uh, minutiae you'd like to share with yeah, everybody. Yeah. Um, Rick, as you know, 
I'm a bit of a video game folk hero. Oh, yes. You're you DFS. Know, back in the day in the 80s, yeah. you know, uh-huh. um, sonnets and songs were written about my <laughs> triumphs and struggles. Sure. Or, you know. Sure. So this story out of Pakistan has really resonated with me. Republic TV 9. Okay. Are you a big fan of Republic TV 9? I love those guys. Well, Republic TV 9 is a television station in Pakistan. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what happened, or, I mean, you're well aware of what's happening with the Taliban in yes. Afghanistan, right? Yes. Well, after the Taliban claimed, claimed victory over opposition forces in the Panjur Valley, Afghanistan, Republic TV 9, that's not Republican TV. Okay. Okay. We're not talking right. about Fox. No, anymore. no. Okay. Republic TV aired an exclusive video alleging that it shows the Pakistani Air Force force attacks in the valley. Now, this television station, they're pro-Taliban. Okay. okay so it was like, right. hey, look how great we are. We're helping out here. Look at these, you know, and it, yeah. they showed footage. And I don't know, did you, have you seen any of it? No, I have not. It looked fantastic. I mean, it was bing, 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 and there's, dr- you know, drones and explosions and everything. Okay. Well, the problem with the footage was that it didn't come from Afghanistan. It was a clip from a video game. <laughs> From the ARMA3 video game, which, by the way, looks awesome. Okay. Um, And this is just a rumor, but an unpaid intern, and let's call him Steve. Okay. uh, Was trying to wow his bosses. Can we call him Jenkins? Okay. We'll call call him Muhammad Jenkins. Okay. uh, Was trying to wow his bosses and and shot footage from his Xbox. Yeah, he's like, right? Um, so evidently in Pakistan, TV stations are run just like American yeah, TV right. stations. Yeah, where, that's right. You know, where they give way too much responsibility to unpaid interns. Well, right? you know, I, I, before you get into, I know you're you're heading somewhere with this, no. but uh, I got I feel a little sorry for the TV station because I had been duped on this video game thing myself. Mm-hmm. I had the boys running all over the neighborhood looking for these two short Italian guys and a, <laughs> and a giant gorilla. Yeah, yeah. And it turns out that was a video game. <laughs> right. Yeah. We don't like their kind in our neighborhood. I, mean, I wanted them out, yeah, but right. apparently that wasn't real. All right, go ahead. Um, so I made a I made a quiz, a Minutia Men quiz. You got the Minutia Men? Uh, I do. Okay. Hang on. Here we go. Time now for a Minutia Men. Minutia Men. Minutia quiz. All right. This is going to be, I call this the dumb news intern quiz. Okay. Okay. Uh what I'm going to do is I'm going to read you five, and I'm giving you five because two of them I know that you know, but I love talking about it. Okay. So I'm just including them anyways. <laughs> okay. I'm going to give you f- I'm going to give you five news blunders, and you tell me which one is not true. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. Are you ready? Yep. In September 2015, WGN TV aired a story about Yum Kipper, and we are actually in the season right now. The Yum we Kipper, are. right? Um, the, you know, and that's the solemn end of the ho- the holy days. It's it's a big day for my people. Right. Okay. Chinese restaurants are closed. Yep. You know, I mean, it's it's a big day. <laughs> and it was very nice, a very nice gesture. The problem is that the graphic that they used over the, you know, the graphic over the anchorman's shoulder. Yeah. Was a picture of a yellow star with, J- with you know, J-U-D-E, which is what Juden, right? Yeah. Right over it. So, which is, of course, the. That's what the Nazis put <laughs> on. Right. We're back to the Nazis. Right, exactly. So, that is. um that is one blunder, and I know you know that's true. Yes, it right. is true. So, uh, in April of 2014, okay, San Diego television station KFMB was reporting on a missing Del Mar resident named Phil Agio. <laughs> okay. All right. The picture that they used was a shirtless man who appeared to be receiving oral sex. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. Right. In July 2013, Oakland television station KTVU aired a report related to an air disaster that had taken place the previous uh, week in which Flight 214 operated by Asiana, yeah. um, which is a South Korean airline, right. crashed during an attempt to go around at San Francisco International Airport, killing three passengers and injuring an additional 181. Right. We're not laughing. <laughs> we're laughing with you. Yeah. The pilot's names that were reported was, you know what? I sent you a video. Did okay. you get, did you get yes, the video? Yes, I have it here. All right, just have it. All right. So by the way, this is true. Yeah, this one would be true. All right, here we go. We have new information now. Also on the plane crash, KTVU has just learned the names of the four pilots who were on board the flight. They are Captain Sum Ting Wong, <laughs> Wee Tu Lo, Ho Li Fook, and Bang Ding Ao. <laughs> that never stops being right. funny. I, I think we've played it seven or eight times on the, on the podcast. Okay, so that's number three. So... You know that two that of these one's are true. true. Yeah. All right. In August of 2008, Memphis Station WREG, during a story on three prostitutes being found dead in a hotel, the text under the image of the front of the hotel read, three dead at hotel. H-O-E-T-E-L. Oh, my gosh. T-E-L. Oh. Okay. Wow. Okay. And in January of 2018, Des Moines Station KDMS was doing a story uh, doing a story on a four I can't this one is so funny doing a story on a four car pileup on I80 uh-huh. okay the text under the breaking news icon you know how they have yep. the breaking news icon say Jerry this is where you type the headline okay <laughs> <laughs> that one's true right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> cuz you know Jerry god damn it Jerry this is where you type it <laughs> So uh, we've got oh, God, we've got yellow funny. star for Yum Kipper, which is true. Yeah, I think uh, the oral sex one's not true. You're right; yeah. that is not true. Uh, boy, that is uh, those are some great ones. You know which one you don't have on here is the famous uh, death of Cubby Broccoli, which this happened uh, in Chicago on TV. Here, Cubby Broccoli, the producer of all the James Bond films, mm-hmm. passed away 15, 20 years ago. Joan Esposito was the uh, news anchor yeah. on Channel Five here in Chicago. And as she was reporting it, over her shoulder, the graphic picture was a stalk of broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they get they said to the graphics department, "All right, we need broccoli." Right, right. right. Like, okay, right. we got we got twelve seconds, okay, right. boss. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's that's. I mean, I recently interviewed Joan Esposito right. for my uh, Illinois Entertainer column, and. I still can't bring it up because it's, it's embarrassing. embarrassing. It's embarrassing. It wasn't her fault. No, she had not. absolutely nothing to do with it. But it's her face right. with the broccoli behind it. There was another one. You know what? I, I should have. I just thought of it right now. A local TV station. They were doing something on like some Chinese ambassador or whatever. And they put the P.F. Chang's logo. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, hey, that was a good one. Um, I've got a, uh, a story for you now. The president uh, gave a speech about a, va- a new vaccination mandate. Um, this is one of these weird third rails in America that we didn't know existed, right? People, some people are just very upset about the vaccine, and uh, and and they get all the press basically. But there were new polls out today, like sixty-eight, seventy percent of everybody 
thinks the vaccination mandates are perfectly uh, fine. In sure. fact, they they insist upon hey, them. You get vaccinations for polio and measles, and you know. but here's the thing: you know, they're showing the angry people that uh, are not getting vaccinated. There's a new kind of anger bubbling up, and that's among the vaccinated. The reasonable are also getting angry. And I'll give you an example of one. And uh, once again, I'm going to say to all of our listeners uh, who have little children around, earmuffs. This is earmuffs time. Well, I've, I hear that a lot of kindergarten uh, play our podcasts every week. Oh, good. So <laughs> good. Well, this would be the part, you know, like when we do the penis stuff, you have to turn it down. This will be one of those. There's going to be some um, profanity. Okay. All right. Vaccination profanity. Okay. And I'll give you a hint uh, by the title of this of this piece, which is called, Oh, my fucking God, get the fucking vaccine already, you fucking fucks. <laughs> By Wendy Molyneux. All right. Now, this is a woman <laughs> who wrote this, and it's in uh, a uh, publication called McSweeney's. That's yeah, great. McSweeney's is great. Which is, you know, it's a humor right. publication, but uh, this is real anger. Okay, here we go. Hi, if you are reading this essay, then congratulations, you're still alive. And if you're still alive, then you've either gotten the COVID vaccine or you still have the opportunity to get the vaccine against COVID-19. And holy fuck, if you aren't fucking vaccinated (laughs) against COVID-19, then you need to get fucking vaccinated right now. I mean, what the fuck? Fuck you. Get vaccinated. Fuck. The fucking vaccine will not make you magnetic. Are you fucking kidding me? It just fucking won't. That's not even a fucking thing. And that lady who tried to pretend the vaccine made her fucking magnetic look like a real fucking fuckwad and a fucking idiot. So get fucking vaccinated. Jesus, fuck. The vaccine also doesn't have a fucking 5G chip in it what the fuck what? do you think a fucking 5g chip is fuck nuts you think it's some invisible nanotechnology they can suspend in a liquid and then just put in your fucking blood and then it what exactly fucking floats around your body going on instagram telling the government you went to the grocery store no one fucking cares where you go you absolute fucking fuck barf fuck off with that fuck oh you're afraid of the fucking side effects fuck you you know what else has fucking side effects fucking aspirin fucking tylenol you could be fucking allergic to pineapple you fucking fuckwit everything has side effects you're being a big fucking baby with a huge diaper full of fucking diarrhea complaining about maybe feeling slightly tired for a day or two while an asymptomatic covid case that you get pass on to some innocent fucking kid could wind up killing them or someone else fuck you you <laughs> fucking selfish fucking shit banana you unredeemable <laughs> ass caterpillar you fucking fuck knob with two fucks for eyes and a literal poop where your heart should be. You want a two-month-old to wind up on a fucking ventilator instead of you, a fucking adult, getting a fucking sore arm for a day? What are you, a fucking pitcher for the Yankees? <laughs> fucking concert pianist? An arm model? Get the fuck out of here. Fuck you. Get vaccinated. Fuck. Fuck you. You think vaccines don't fucking work? Oh, fuck off into the trash, you attention-seeking fuckworm-faced shit butt. This isn't even a point worth discussing, you fuckorama fuckstacle of ignorance. Vaccines get rid of smallpox and polio and all the other disgusting diseases that used to kill off little fucks like you and mass. Your relatives got fucking vaccinated and let you live, and now here you are signing up to be killed by a fucking disease against which there is a 99% effective vaccine, you fucking moron. Go in the fucking ocean and fuck a person. Piranha. Fuck, <laughs> fuck that. Fuck you. Get vaccinated. Oh, you say you have a genuine allergy or medical condition that prevents you from receiving a fuck sa- fucking vaccine? That's fine. I'm clearly not talking to you. I fucking love you. Fuck. <laughs> Look, if you've been forwarded this essay from a friend 
or a loved one there are two possibilities either you got a normal regular sensible fucking person like me who got fucking vaccinated at the first possible moment and this essay channels all your fucking rage and sadness and is therefore cathartic or and i really hope this isn't the fucking case you aren't fucking vaccinated and someone sent it to you because you fucking fuck fuck you need to get fucking vaccinated and rather than being fucking offended that someone is trying to yet again get you to take the fucking vaccine you should understand that someone fucking loves you enough to try one last motherfucking time to get you to take the fucking vaccine before you fuck off to heaven or hell or some in-between place or just like a fucking mall or something where everything is free <laughs> including maybe the soft pretzels so congratulations there is one person remaining in your life who wants to fucking save you from drowning in your own fucking lungs you fucking fuck shit fuck dick so for god's sakes get your fucking ass out of your chair go to the fucking pharmacy get a fucking vaccine you absolute consciousless fucking fuck 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 get it get the fucking vaccine fuck wow yeah wow you know uh <laughs> i believe you're bleeding out of your ears right now. that was a performative piece <laughs> oh my god that was you know they, I, they give grammy you know i think you're going to be nominated for a spoken word grammy i believe you know, I was offended with that. A yeah. Of, the dangling participles in that was just unbelievable. You know what I'm offended by? I think piranha are <laughs> in the rivers. I don't think they're in the ocean. Uh, well, <clears throat> well done, kid. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That, that's not me. That's Wendy right. Mollin, you. Right. And it was forwarded to me. Um, and I am not. Uh, and you're fucking great. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't swear. So that that to me was like a new thing. Yeah. But it felt kind of nice. It's kind of well, and that word that you used, that F word, which yeah. I've never used, yeah. is very versatile. It is. Yeah. I, but yeah. honestly, I'm not a swearer. Yeah. I don't swear very often, so that was kind of cathartic for me. You know, you reminded me of when your car got towed that one time in college. <laughs> I might have sworn then. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't very nice to the guy who towed your car. I was not. Right. You mean the guy who towed it out of my driveway? <laughs> yes. No, I was not nice. Right. Do you have some reviews that you'd yeah, like to take share? Yeah, take a deep breath, Rick. Uh, this comes off. This comes from. I did say earmuffs. Yeah. I did warn you. Your face is red. I'm not kidding. I know. This comes from Sally A. Sally A. Okay. Love their interviews, especially the one with the mooch. Because we oh. interviewed Anthony Scott. Okay, yeah. You can tell these guys are good friends. Oh, we're tight. Oh, yeah. Us and the mooch. Yeah. Uh, uh, thank you, Sally. Yeah, that's very nice. You know, if you like this show, Minutia Men, or you like uh, Minutia Men Celebrity Interview, which is our other show that Dave was just talking about, uh, you check out some of the other programs on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Pick out your favorite new show at opishows.com. Remember, opi is hippo, backwards, O-P-P-I-H shows. Dot com. Whew, I feel like I need to take a nap. Yeah. I mean, I used up a little too much energy there. But it's still time to do more. Time now for Studio Walls. And the words of the prophets were written on the studio walls. You're actually breathing heavily. Yeah, I am. I am. <laughs> so this is the part of the show where we dip into the Rick and Dave archives. And Dave, I don't know if you remember this, um, but uh, this in 19... Or not 19 in 2009 this week you and i um had a viral moment oh when, sure that's this is 12 was it already 12, 12 years ago Jesus. yes we took out an ad in the chicago tribune a birth announcement uh and we were announcing the birth of baby wait till next year which was a obviously 
a joke. Well, not so obvious as it turns out. <laughs> so we put it in the Tribune and somebody on Deadspin or something got a hold of it, thought that we were idiots, that we were that we had seriously named our child this. And they went with a whole vibe about how stupid Cub fans were. Mm-hmm. And it went all over the world. I mean, yeah. all over the world. Yeah. Yeah. We did an interview with uh, uh, well, Mary Schmeek. Uh, and then there was, was a NBC5 Dallas, had something. A, I mean, it was a Dallas radio station. Oh, yeah, we were. We were all over the place. WGN Radio, I did an interview. Anyway, this is the ad that we took out. I just found it. And this was in the birth announcements section. In the, in the birth the- announcements, Yes. Uh, sucky and just a crappy year of Chicago's North Side are proud to announce the birth of their daughter, Waitle Nix, born August 20th in Los Angeles. Apparently, there was a bad Cubs game. I got a little upset. <laughs> the entire year family eagerly awaits her arrival back in Chicago. The first Waitle next year was born in Chicago in 1909. So this is before the Cubs won the World Series. Yeah. It's too bad great-great-grandma isn't around to see the birth of her namesake. Baby Waddle was just born several weeks premature, but is somehow perfectly healthy. <laughs> Doctors tell us the chip on Waddle's shoulder will wear down over the winter, and she will be 100% healthy next spring. You should see how cute she looks with the albatross necklace around her neck. <laughs> Pictures available. Then we uh, used the picture of our friend Andy's right. son. Who was like a year and a half. Right. And time. a boy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and his name was Ryan. Right, right, right. Ryan. So uh, that was the anniversary of that uh, you know, I special rem- day. I remember in the old days, and this is what, 2000, when was it? 2009? Nine, yeah. Um, I called the ad in. Right. C- c- either I didn't know how to do it online or whatever, <laughs> and I, but so I called it in, and I, I would say, so what's the name? It's Wado Next Yare. Yeah, right. right. So, okay. the, so they wouldn't understand, you know, would they not okay. get it? And if you read that, Again, we just did a thing on right. stupid news. Yeah, interns. like sucky, low flying, whatever. <laughs> right, and, sucky flies too low. <laughs> right, you know, that person might have been working, you know, for the Tribune. I think at that time, and that was already the huge decline of the newspaper business. Yeah, they were just happy to get an ad. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. All right, so we have a lot more show. Uh, Dave, can you give us a one, one or two uh, word? Uh, a hardened criminal. Okay, hardened criminal. I have passive aggressive pothole. Um, we also have a celebrity story. Oh, there's so much more. Please don't go away because uh, that's coming up after this. Quick, Lou, what's your favorite car color? I'd say Lou likes blue. Lou likes blue? Eh, blue's pretty good, but really I prefer silver. But regardless of our color preferences, when it comes to cars, you'll never know what you'll hear on the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive. I'm Mark Vernon. I'm Lou Costable. Join us for the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Silver. Really? Silver? And we're back. And, you know, I'm still tired. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I'm still tired. All right, go ahead. Let me what do you got? At, let me look at your ankles. Holy crap there. Yeah. There. How's the gout doing? I am. This story comes out of Stoke-on-Trent. Have you been to Stoke-on-Trent? I have not. It's in England. I know. By the way, yeah. sounds like it. We can't do a show without doing at least one Love. story from England. We're huge in England. Last Tuesday, 46-year-old cannabis user Stephen Cooper uh-huh. was arrested for stealing a packet of Viagra from Lloyd's Pharmacy in Leek. Okay. okay. Um, during his arraignment, and you know what's interesting is they mentioned he's a cannabis user yeah. that has no bearing at all on any oh part really of so yeah. that's just a swipe <laughs> yeah it really it's is just a swipe so during his arraignment his lawyer ian haley 
argued that Mr. Cooper's offenses were mild, considering that Viagra was for his own use and not for distribution. I guess maybe in Trent, uh, Stoke-on-Trent, there's a black market for Viagra. Okay. Whatever. So the lawyer's up there and he's saying, look, you know, he just stole a little Viagra, right? come on. He pleaded with the magistrate, magistrate to be lenient on his client because, and get this, he mentioned, he said, he's not a hardened criminal. So, so don't be so hard okay, on him. Okay. So the judge, the bailiff, the constables, and I when I hear the word constables, I'm thinking of the guys with the batons and the long hats. Oh, sure. The, the yeah. big hats. Yeah. All started cracking up. Right. Okay. In court. So so everybody's laughing. <laughs> oh, that's right. But Ian didn't realize why everybody was laughing. Okay. Okay. So he's like, what are you laughing about? And the judge goes, he a court court lady, you yeah. know, recorder. Can you read, it back? Can you read yeah. the back? And then she goes, you know, my client, Mr. Cooper, should be shown leniency because he is not a hardened criminal. <laughs> Don't right? make him do right. hard time. Right. So everybody starts <laughs> laughing again. And then Ian goes, oh, I see what yeah. he did there. Right. Yeah. So the courtroom, you know, again, breaks up in laughter and as it dies down. After a few minutes, the magistrate dismisses the case and implored the defendant to obey all penal laws oh. from now on. <laughs> so, objection, you're on. Objection sustained for right. four hours. Yeah. <laughs> and call your doctor. I don't like this erection of legal obstacles, <laughs> Your Honor. Let's proceed right to the oral argument. Yeah. I just love this. I, what I love, it's like a Monty Python sketch, <laughs> sketch right? It is. And I just love the court the lady, you know. Maybe I'm envisioning a 83 year old court reporter lady that takes her, you know, her glasses with the with the the cord on and whatever. It goes, you know, reads that line. Governor, yeah. all right, I've got a story out of Florida, our oh. favorite state. Uh, but this is not uh, what's wrong with you, Florida. This is a my Feel hats good. off to you, okay. Florida story. A kudos, a Florida yes. kudos story. A man fed up with a private road in poor condition near his Southwest Florida business has a novel solution. Because Honda Drive, just off U.S. Route 5041 in South Fort Myers, Florida, Mm. is a private street. County officials said it's up to the business owners to maintain the street, which, you know, is an interesting concept. But uh, for some time, Brian Raymond's security cameras have captured problems along that street, including potholes, damaging cars, floodwaters, etc. So he came up with an idea. If we have to maintain it and make sure nobody gets hurt, we're going to put something obvious there to make sure nobody gets in the pothole, he told the uh, local uh, television station. So he's a do-gooder. Yeah. He planted inside the pothole a banana tree. Oh, nice. Which is thriving. Um, and people that work along the road now say that it's it's much better. I think it's hilarious, said Scott Shine. Uh, he, he's seen so many cars bottom out that it's caused all sorts of problems, messes up your tire. And then uh, another guy they pulled over while the while the report was going on, and he he goes, "Is that a tree in the middle of the road?" You know, it's, it's yeah. just a funny thing. Yeah. But anyway, I bring this up to you because uh, I don't know if the pothole store your mm-hmm. your uh, wonderkind mm-hmm. uh, you yeah. know ma- magical mm-hmm. website of of, uh, 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 of foresight wonder. and wonder. Oh, <clears throat> Have you ever offered up a Man of the Year award? Now, you know, uh, Rick, um, I've kind of let the pothole store, not die. I mean, it's still available. You can go to the pothole store. Yeah. Now. But I started, I don't know if embarrassed is the right word, <laughs> but every television station and radio station in this city always in pothole calls yeah. me to do a, you know, I am not a freak for their amusement. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. I am not some monkey that just jumps at your. Uh, so, and, 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 you know, my kids, when they started. Getting, I'm surprised this TV station in Florida didn't call you. <laughs> With that, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and, you know, when I, my daughter started to get older. <laughs> they were making fun of you. Well, they, um, you know, you'd go, what does your dad do for a living? And then one of them, when they were like, yeah. in seventh, my dad sells potholes. And they yeah. go, what are you talking about? Yeah. And have, have you seen the pothole guy? Oh, that's your dad. Yeah, right. Yeah. So <laughs> it was a great idea back 10 years ago, but uh-huh. I, I don't like to be typecast. You know what? Yeah. It, you know what it is? It's going to, you're going to be 58. Yeah, I know. Right. Right. It's, 50, it's time for me to. 54 year old Dave. Right, this right. was perfectly <laughs> right, normal. Right. 58. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm a little embarrassed. Not, yeah. not that I'm going to take the site down. No. And I'll no, still no. fill your little potholes certificates for 1250 or whatever it is. And a nice bag of Skokie Toki. Yeah, I still happier. think you should name this guy Man of the Year. It, I mean, one last round, one last you for know, for old times' sake. I'll I'll send him a I'll send him a prize pack. Okay, All right, I'll I'll make I'll give him some of the the uh, bag of pothole. Yeah, okay. Maybe some pothole earrings. Yeah, maybe one of the snow domes that With you the, create. Those. Those actually take a long time <laughs> okay, for me so to do. So I'm not giving store. away the damn pothole store. All right. okay. But if you want to visit thepotholestore.com, please do. It's still there. Yeah. It's still there. Time for another feature. A random name pulled out of Rurik's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. I like that this this feature is now turned into a uh, listener mailbag yeah. sort of feature. It's user generated content. That's what uh, we're talking. About. Yes, because uh, you know I kind of honestly ran out of ideas mm-hmm. for some of these stories. I you know I, I don't have lists of the people that I've interviewed, so sometimes I need a little jab sure. in the side. Uh, Mike D writes. Rick, how come you've never done a celebrity animal story? Surely you've met a celebrity animal or a celebrity animal handler. Marlon Perkins of Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom, perhaps. Um, actually, once again, I want to say to all of our listeners, how old do you think <laughs> I am? Marlon <laughs> Perkins died in 1986. Uh, when did the first Ringling Brothers die? <laughs> exactly. Do you know, did you know P.T. Barnum? <laughs> no, I did not. Uh, anyway, you and I were talking about this off the air before we started today, and I asked you if you had any stories, and you actually do have a story. Yeah, this is like back. Actually, it was a long time ago. It was back in the seventies um, when I was actually at Hebrew school, which I was a Hebrew school dropout, oh, so yeah. it was a very, very fine, you know, very small window there. Um, but one of the moms of one of my peers. Mm-hmm. We call them schmears. What are my peers? Um, who, uh, uh, I don't know why I found that so funny. Uh, his his mom worked for an advertising agency, you know, fancy schmancy downtown. Yeah. And we all took a trip. Maybe that's why I decided to get a master's degree in advertising. Uh-huh. And we met Morris the cat. Oh, wow. Right? But it turns out there were like seven Morris the cats. Oh. Right. And it kind of cheapened it for me a little bit. Did it? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. okay. I mean, it's a nice cat, but there's seven of you. Yeah. You know? I mean, so how yeah. do I know the... Think, com- is your name really Morris? <laughs> right. Uh, it's Twinkles or something, isn't it? Yeah. And I, I mean, I remember, and I'm allergic, totally allergic to cats. Yeah, me too. Uh, and I was, and I remember, like, I can't get that guy. <laughs> Even at a little, you know, I'm meeting an animal celebrity and like, I can't go close because, you know, I was, yeah. I was using hay yeah. fever and mucus and stuff. <laughs> I met, uh, I did, I do have one story. It's not as good as Morris. I met Chica 
who is the world's greatest truffle hunting dog oh. in Italy. Oh, okay. And I was there for, to do a story for a magazine. And uh, Chica took us out in the... F- we went with Chica and her handler, and we went truffle hunting. Mm. And I got to watch Chica in action. It was pretty exciting. When, did, we, did you get your nose down in the ground? To- uh, I did not. I didn't do the truffle hunting okay. myself. Chica did the truffle hunting. Uh, but she met president clinton yeah she like had been to the white house so this was an actual celebrity dog chica that i met we also met i think remember the goat at arlington heights or the arlington park racetrack right was the goat's name there was a famous goat there right the goat and what they do to keep the animals company is they have like this goat yeah that just kind of hangs out with and i guess this goat had hung out with top of the line oh yeah i mean the horses and if you remember correctly we did an interview with the goat yes we did we're wacky <laughs> we did a whole bunch of inter- or videos for arlington yeah park racetrack which is closing this this month well the goat died like a week later oh i didn't even and know we that. were the last the final interview we were the final interview with the famous goat i wow. can't remember what the goat's name was uh, well, yeah, it, it, I think those videos are still out there on YouTube, yeah, aren't they? Yeah. Dave as Quinella <laughs> interviewing people at Arlington Park. so Park. much layers to our creativity. Yeah. yeah. So, that yes. Was, that was a fun little uh, thing. Yeah. Uh, the question also was, have we ever met an animal handler? And I hadn't, but uh, remember when crocodile hunter Steve Irwin died? Yeah. I asked a fellow author of mine, uh, D- David Brensilver, mm-hmm. to write about it on my blog. Because I knew he was an animal rights guy. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is what he wrote. You ready? This week, the world mourns what we are told is a great and terrible tragedy. The death of the so-called crocodile hunter who was taken from us while we were not watching. Steve Irwin was not to die like this. He was to die a slow, bloody death, watching his own limbs torn off by the very reptiles he so desperately wanted us to understand. You could have given us what we wanted, but you didn't have the balls. Had you died the way we expected you eventually would, news and entertainment or news as entertainment would have synchronized as they are supposed to. Uh, Opinions of our (laughs) authors are not those of rick and dave oh i just thought why and that was like the day after he died you know the world well, was like uh, mourning him and, and he gave me that i'm like man what the hell uh, um he died like a sting like a, a freak, stingray like it was a, a stingray freak, a freak accident right yeah it was it was supposed to be an alley yeah, a crocodile right, sure right oh well well and his kids now are or his right. daughter's like his daughter and his wife i think are still, are still doing it. yeah you'd think i know <laughs> You'd think that maybe I know. Is that, uh, I know. It's a family brand, Dave. <laughs> Just like your daughters are going to be pothole store aficionados forever. Yeah, with their old dad. Yeah. They're way old dad. Special thanks to our executive producer, Tony Lasana with OpiShows.com. Opi is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H shows.com. And once again, go to that site and mm-hmm. check out some of the other shows there. Uh, we're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place, radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with a brand new episode of uh, Manushan. The proceeding was a presentation of Opi Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opi Productions. Tony, can you shut up? Don't even f- Think about saying hi to me. No, don't even say hi. Don't even nod your head and acknowledge me because I will f- 
kill you. Back to you with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. You can find Back to You on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits.